Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. And we have uh, the pleasure of having Steve Fletcher on tonight. And, And Larry, Steve, how are you doing? Doing good. How are you all doing? We're we're doing fine. Larry, how are you doing down there in the Southland? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, with all those storms, sometimes you wonder if you're going to make it through. Anyway, I wanted to start this by uh, quoting from uh, Daniel. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. In other words, uh, we've had uh, 69 of those weeks. We're waiting for the 70th week which is a seven-year period known basically as the tribulation period, whatever you want to call it, time of restitution. There's a number of names given to it. Point being that the 70th week at the end of it binds everything up. It's over for this age. So what's interesting is that um, Psalm 90 tells us that the length of Israel's lifespan of Israel we know today will be 80 years. And uh, if this includes, which it must, the everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision, then we have to subtract seven years. If you add the 80 years, you're at uh, 2028, so you subtract 7, we're at 2021. And this was actually given to us by the Lord. When you see the fig tree and its leaves shooting forth, know you that summer is nigh at hand. Now, I interpret that to mean that we should be watching uh, during the early summer for the troubles to begin. And um, so here we are. And uh, anyway, uh, Steve, uh, why don't you uh, tell us what you have found out about the ninth of Av and why you are pointing to it as a possible rapture date. Now, the ninth of Av is kind of interesting. I did some research on that. And actually, from the 27th of June forward to the 9th of Av is a time of trouble. And uh, they call it the three weeks of sorrow. Kind of interesting. And uh, anyway, Steve, uh, take it from here, if you would, and tell us what's really going on. Well, I mean, if if we uh, want to... um piggyback on what you were saying about the 70 years of Israel and I mean if we look at 1948 and really 1947 as well with the uh, Palestinian partition plan and and then the uh, Israel independent state it became a nation uh, May 14th 1948 I mean if we go forward 70 years then that brings us exactly to where you know we had that big sign in the heavens in 2017 of September yes. of 2017, peace of trumpets, and that's really the the signal there. You know, not only because we know the calendar that we're at the 70 years, but that's that's the exact time frame that the Lord is showing us. This is the sign of Revelation chapter 12, verse one and two. We have a sign in the heavens, 
And uh, that sign occurred on September 23rd, 2017. And, and then we have, you know, if that's the end of the 70 years, then we have a fig tree parable that Jesus gave us about the, uh, you know, I came and I, I was looking for fruit on this tree for three years, cut it down, and the, uh, the vine keeper said to the owner of the vineyard, if you would please give me one more year. I will, you know, I will do all I can to, uh, to, to uh, prune it and to water it and to uh, fertilize it and everything that needs to be done. And if it still is not giving fruit after one more year, then you can cut it down. But please give me one more year. So, so there was a three-year extension and then one more year after that. And that's, you know, it's really interesting if we look at it, 2017 plus four years is right where we are. So, I mean, if the, if the fig tree parable is true and the, the Bible is true, we, we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that every prophecy will be fulfilled. God is working to carry out the prophecies. And so we're in this time, and then we have this, this uh, worldwide trouble that is overtaking the world. Even now, reports are coming out that people are beginning to lose their jobs, those who are not willing to take the jab. And uh, people are getting jailed in the Philippines. I mean, things are really ramping up. And it's like you said, uh, it's, uh, it's the summer, you know. It, you know, when you see all these things, you know summer is near. And really, if we look at through history, Tishabov, the ninth of Av, is, is when all disasters have come. And yeah. so it, it is right there where Jesus told us to watch, you know, the beginning of summer. And mm-hmm. so... Anyway, what we're seeing, okay, and I, I shared this a few uh, weeks ago. And I, well, I've been sharing this through my YouTube channel that um, this this uh, total lunar eclipse that happened on May 26th, yes, and the total solar eclipse that happened on June 10th, those two uh, eclipses happening together in the same lunar cycle has not happened since 2015. We, you know, we have eclipses that take place. There was that big eclipse in 2017 mm-hmm. over America, but even that was not accompanied by another eclipse, uh, a, a total lunar eclipse. And so we have this prophecy that, that is given to us in Joel. It's given to us in Acts about the day of the Lord will not come until, you know, there, it, well, it says it like this. The, the moon will turn to blood and the sun will be darkened before the day of the Lord, right? Yep, yep. And it's, inter- it's interesting how this is playing out that since 2015, we haven't seen that sign together. And so, and the other thing about this is, is the, the, uh, the location of these two eclipses. Because the May 26th total lunar eclipse was smack dab in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, what is called there the big earthquake ring. They call it the ring of fire, right? Mm-hmm. They call it the ring of fire right in the middle of, of the Pacific Ocean. And then you have a ring of fire eclipse that takes place on June 10th, and we understand that through the birthing process, because the Bible says that the birthing will take place, it, sudden destruction will come upon the world like a woman in giving birth, right? Yes. But they will not escape, and so there's this birthing. Well, the ring of fire, that's a birthing term that is used when a woman is giving labor, the ring of fire, it's when the crowning of the baby takes place coming out of the womb of the mother. It's called the ring of fire. It's a, it's a burning sensation that happens at the very, very edge of the birthing process. So there's, there's these signs that God is giving that are related to the biblical scenario. And, you know, this is what we need to understand, that Jesus is giving us the signs. The signs are happening. The signs are happening in the heavens, and the signs are happening on earth to accompany everything that's going on, you know, and the, and the dangers that are taking place on the earth can be also seen in the heavens. And so what ended up happening, okay, now, 
I've shared about this. I actually did a seven-minute video on this, which I believe so strongly is a worldwide warning, sign of Jonah, that I, I have this translated in 50 different languages with subtitles. Yeah, that was a major sign. Okay. <laughs> it's a major sign, and this is what we're going to talk about tonight. And so... That is on my uh, YouTube channel. My YouTube is Steve Fletcher 222. It can be found on my community page, and I have the link to every single language. It's a 40-day warning from the June 10th solar eclipse with the sign of Jonah and the sign of Noah. And so here's what happened, okay? First of all, the eclipse that took place on June 10th was over a place in Canada called Alert, Alert. Nunavut, Nunavut, it sounds like Nineveh, <laughs> Alert, Nineveh, mm-hmm. Canada, Nunavut, Nunavut, okay, and that's the location, Alert, so that's a warning, the, the name of the place that the, the eclipse went over was Alert, and then we had on June 11th, the next morning, and this is major news, this was just on Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> you know, this was this has millions and millions of views through all of the major networks. A man was taken up into the mouth of a whale, and when it was all over, he gave his testimony. And even on Jimmy Kimmel, his work companion came with him to tell you know his side of the story. They didn't see him taken up by the whale, but they saw the whale shake his mouth and spit the guy back out. Okay? And mm-hmm. the guy's name is, is Michael. Well, anyway, what we have then, we have with a total solar eclipse, we have a man being swallowed by a whale. Okay? Now, included in, in this, uh, this video I did, and the explanation is the understanding that when, when the prophet Jonah went to Nineveh, okay, to preach that they would um, come under judgment within 40 days. The people of Nineveh believed Jonah because they saw not only, uh, they not only heard his preaching, but they saw the sign, the sign of the prophet Jonah. And Jesus said at the end, the end times, the, a wicked gener- generation will receive only one sign. They only need one sign, the sign of the prophet Jonah. Okay? Yep. So it's not, it's not something that people would, should be ignoring or making fun of like they do on the Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel show because Jesus told us to look for this. So what ended up happening at the time of Jonah is that, and this has been studied and it's part of the, uh, the, the video I did, is that on June 15th, 763 B.C., it's called the Assyrian Eclipse. You can actually look it up in Wikipedia and put in there Assyrian Eclipse, and it will bring you right to this amazing eclipse that took place in history that was a very important sign in those days, and it, it actually was on June 15th, which if we understand the Hebrew calendar, Okay, this eclipse we just saw was on June 10th. Now, every time there is a total solar eclipse, that is a dark moon, and it's the beginning of the Hebrew month. It's, it's, a, it's the uh, conjunction between the end of the month and within the, day, the next day or two is going to be the beginning of the next Hebrew month. Mm-hmm. And so by it being on June 15th in 763 B.C., and June 10th, now, we can not only know that Jonah had a, a sign of a solar eclipse during the time of his preaching, but it was actually on the same exact day on the Hebrew calendar, the, 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 uh, the dark moon of June. It was the solar eclipse of June. It's the beginning of the fourth month. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and, then, and then Jonah's warning goes forth to Nineveh 40 days from there. So the warning to Nineveh also would coincide with exactly what we're watching now. 
a 40-day warning from June 10th, and it takes us to July 19th and 20th on the, on, the, on the Gregorian calendar. And on the Hebrew calendar, this was the day of all disasters in Israel. The 9th of Av is the day when Israel should have gone into the Promised Land in the second year after the Exodus. This was the day, and even there, it was connected to a 40-day searching uh, uh, event or a, a, um, a team of spies, 12 spies that were sent into the promised land, 40 days, right? right. A 40-day warning or a 40-day preparation time leading up to going into the promised land. They should have gone into the promised land on the 9th of off. But they came back, the, the spies came back, and the people believed the false report, and instead of going into the promised land, they were cast into the desert. That was the day on the Hebrew calendar. And it should have been their most glorious day. But instead, it was the day of all their reproach and of all their judgments. Both temples were destroyed on that day. The Holocaust and the final solution was signed on that day. The Inquisition, the Jews being kicked out of Spain and out of France and out of England, all took place on those days, on Tishabov, the ninth of all. And all Jews were being exported out of the, uh, the, Warsaw, the Warsaw ghetto, mm-hmm. being taken into Treblinka, and they were all uh, ordered to leave the Warsaw ghetto to be taken to the concentration camp in 1942, on the 9th of August. It's, it's the day throughout history that marks all judgment. And so what, what I have shared is that, okay, we have a, we have a solar eclipse. It's right. three and a half years from the Revelation 12 sign, three and a half years from the, the declaration of Donald Trump when he said, okay, because he made a covenant with many, and then the Muslims went against uh, Donald Trump's covenant, and they came together. December of 2017 was a key time when, when Donald Trump uh, made, a, made a declaration about Jerusalem, and then all the Muslim nations came together, 57 Muslim nations came together and made a counter-declaration, and they declared Israel, uh, Jerusalem as the capital of Palestine. Yes. East Jerusalem would be the capital of Palestine. And so we have here like this, these two covenants that are trying to, they're, they're battling against each other, but there's this, I mean, why then? You know, what happened? What, what was going on in 2017? And this was the 70-year marker because the, the, the 70 years were over on November 29th, and even just one week later, on December 6th, Donald Trump made this declaration. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we've mm-hmm. got three and a half years that have gone by, and this is, a, a, like you said, it's the, it's the time frame that Daniel laid out. Seventy weeks are determined for my people. And then the fig tree parable, we've got three years to four years, somewhere in there, and God's getting ready to cut down that tree. He's getting ready to come looking for fruit. And what did he say about the end of the world? The harvest is the end of the world. He's going to come and he's going to harvest. He's going to bring in, he's going to bring the tares together to burn them, and he's going to gather the wheat into his barn. That is the end of the world, the harvest. And it goes together with the uh, the, fig, the parable of the fig tree. So what do yeah, you guys think about this, uh, this sign of Jonah and how it all kind of coincides with... Um, not only the solar eclipse, but the 40 days taking us to the exact day on the Hebrew calendar. What do you guys think about that? Larry? Well, I think the timing is really incredible. As a matter of fact, on America's Voice News the other evening, I saw this guy that was uh, swallowed by that, or, you know, had the, uh, the whale uh, grab him. And he was literally inside the whale's mouth, and he said he thought he was dead. He then told himself, he said, I'm gone. And he started kicking at the back of the throat of the whale, and the whale then spit him out in a few minutes. But uh, it's, it's, the timing is incredible that we're coming into. 
Yeah, you know, what was interesting, Steve, was this uh, ring of fire eclipse, also known as a wedding ring eclipse. Uh, But the fact that it went up over alert, over the North Pole, basically, uh, remember the United Nations, which is the fourth beast of Daniel. I will ascend to the sides of the north. I will be like the Most High. That's Antichrist. If you look at the United Nations symbol, it's on the sides of the north looking down at the North Pole and whatever part of the earth you can see. That's incredible. Because it not only talks about uh, the uh, times we're entering into, but it also warns that the fourth beast of Daniel is rising rapidly. And, of course, we've got Comrade Biden at the helm, uh, communist to the deepest core, even though he denies it all. Uh, They're all liars. You can't believe a word any of them say. In fact, you can take the opposite of what they say is probably the real truth. Uh, Biden, for example, just said, well, we're not going to have any more lockdowns. Well, that means that we are going to have more lockdowns. Uh, they're just going to come up with some thing. But I also wanted to bring up this three weeks of sorrow before the ninth of Av. I had never heard of it. And then somebody brought it up and said something about the three weeks of sorrow. So let me just read shortly what this is. The three weeks between the fast days of 17th of Tammuz, June 27th, 2021, and Tishri Biav, July 18th, 2021, and the various dates on that, have historically been days of misfortune and calamity for the Jewish people, in which God is, so to speak, more distant from his people. On the 17th of Tammuz, Moses broke the tablets after the sin of the golden calf, The Romans breached the walls of Jerusalem, among other tragedies. And on the ninth of all, the nation of the Exodus cried as a result of the negative report of the spies. Both temples were destroyed, among other tragedies. So we observe various aspects of mourning during that time, such as not celebrating weddings or cutting our hair, the morning comes from the intense, it gets more intense as it gets closer to Tishri Biyav. So it's a, it's a bad time for Israel from June on through, June 27th. So this will be very, very interesting to see if we have trouble building in Israel after the June 27th, because they have this whole period of time in which uh, more and more trouble could well be heaped on. And that will, of course, give us uh, a bigger sign, I guess, one could say, of uh, trouble. So anyway, continue on with your... Well, you're, already getting, you're already getting signs of trouble, Stuart, over there in Israel. Yeah, what's going on over there? Let's break in and do that, and then we get back to what Steve's got. Yeah, because I'd like... Uh, Steve may want to comment on it, too, uh, recently, uh, of course, we know that the new Bennett-Lapid uh, party has taken over, as, and Bennett is the new prime minister. Uh, number one, Bennett is pro-Temple Mount, uh, you know, where Netanyahu <laughs> refused to sign the order for animal sacrifices on the Temple Mount. Uh, Bennett may not at all, and as a matter of fact, uh, I've seen some background coming out of uh Israeli news that uh, Bennett is a, a really proponent of a third temple, and uh, that's really interesting. Now, with uh, the changes in, uh, in the Biden administration, Bennett, Bennett suddenly has taken a turn away from congratulatory uh, stance on Biden to defying Biden. And here's what's been happening uh you know, Bennett came out and said, we will not tolerate a nuclear Iran. We won't accept it. And Biden told him to accept it because he was going to make the deal. Well, 
a couple of days ago, uh, the chief of staff of the Israeli Defense Forces, Kochi, was sent to uh, meet with uh, the Secretary of State and uh, Milley, General Milley, and give them basically a last-minute uh, a last-minute warning, if you will, that uh, they're going to stop Iran from making their nukes. And at the same time, listen to this, this morning, this very morning, and, and it was on uh, Koenig's International News and others, uh, Bennett is now, his party has opened up the building, uh, get this, opened up the building of new construction, Israeli construction, in Judea and Samaria. I mean, they're really going whole hog on what Biden has said do not do. So with that being said, and ironically, uh, recently I've read, uh, I've been reading a book on the Holocaust and how it goes forward, et cetera, and one of the interesting things in that book was the scenario to where Israel actually broke a stride with the U.S. and did their own attack on uh, the uh, nuclear facilities in Iran. And by the way, let me insert this. Part of uh, what Trump did just before he left office that people was not aware of, there was only a little mention in some of the news feeds, but not much. Trump literally gave over the bunker buster bombs to Israel to use against Iran just before he left office. Now, if you mix the bunker busters to open them up and the tactical nuke to follow it, uh, we're looking at a real scenario, and we may be in that, that time frame. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Steve. Bob, you go ahead and uh, comment first on that. Okay, my, uh, my take on it is here, here we go. I mean, we're coming up on the 27th. We already have rhetoric going on. We not only have rhetoric, we have Russia uh, lobbing a few bombs on a U.K. ship over there by Crimea. We have uh, Russian Pacific Fleet within probably by now up to the uh, boundary waters, which is 12 miles off the coast of Hawaii. Uh, we're, we're watching all these signs coming up on a time period in which the Lord has given us so many signs. I don't know how people can just shake this off and say, ah, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, if these signs don't mean anything and we go for another three or four years, then from an earthly perspective only, people would begin to say, well, these signs don't mean a thing. And they would start to just pay no attention to them. And I don't think the Lord works that way. When you're ordered uh, by the Lord to watch, and that also means, of course, uh, watching, as you said, Steve, the cosmos, things that are going on on the earth, the technology for the mark is a good example. Uh, we're already seeing all that. That's out in the open now. Uh, all this stuff is converging. And Jesus said, when you see all these things, no, I'm at the door. And uh, so here we are looking at, uh, uh, you're looking at the ninth of Av, and I'm looking at uh, to be Av, and uh, Feast of Trumpets as possibilities as well. But the overwhelming evidence is this summer of 2021 is most likely the time that the church is going to be removed. Now, I know a lot of people poo-poo all that stuff. There is no such thing as a pre-trib rapture or at-trib rapture. I beg to differ. I can find many, many uh, comments in the scriptures which point totally towards the removal of the church. As I said before, and you know, uh, Larry and, and, and Steve, that the church is very unique. There's nothing like the church ever in the history of the world. It's a totally set-apart, very unique group and uh, set aside by the Lord Jesus Christ himself, and he promised he was going to come back and get us. 
I go to my father's house to build, uh, you know, to uh, where there are many mansions, and I'm going there to, to build a place for you, and then I'm coming home. I'm coming back to get you and take you home. So there has to be an omega point for the church age. And uh, I think we're seeing the transition, as Larry has said, there's, we're, we seem to be kind of like in a transition period, moving rapidly towards Israel by the Lord. And that means the end of the church age has to be very, very close. What do you think? Amen. Well, I, you know, here's a thought that um, hasn't come out in any one of my studies yet, that as you're talking about the three weeks leading up to, um, to Tisha B'Av, I mean, let us consider the, uh, the timing of the destruction of the Second Temple when all the Christian Jews were still in Jerusalem. And, um, you know, there was persecution leading up to that time, but it was at the time of the, uh, of the destruction of the Temple leading up yep. to the Tishabiyav, the ninth of Av that happened in 70 AD, where, I mean, that was the timing of the dispersion, right? Yep. I mean, if we're going to link any specific day to the dispersion of the, the original Christian church in Jerusalem, it was the ninth of Av. You know, well, and you. doesn't it say that we... Huh? Uh, I was going to say you're talking about the dispersion from the star sign. Talking about the dispersion. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the dispersion of the original Christians in 70 A.D. Oh, okay. When when the when the temple was destroyed by the Romans, and mm-hmm. all the Christians had to flee. You know. Yep. When did that happen? So, I mean, if we're looking at a, a pattern in history, will the, dis, you know, will, the, will the regathering take place at the same time the dispersion took place? You know, jumping, jumping on that as well is the, is the, uh, the, the first uh, mention of this in biblical history this was the day that they should have gone into the promised land. And this is written in Numbers 13 and 14. The 40 days of the spies led up to the 8th and the ninth day of the 5th month. And this was the timing they should have gone into. But here's another detail with this. Now, you mentioned the three weeks. Okay, and people can study this. If you do not know, like you said, many people probably don't know about this. You just found out about this. But the three weeks of mourning, if you do a, a Google search, three weeks of mourning, it brings you right up to all the information, whether it's Wikipedia or these Jewish sites that give all the, uh, the historical uh, reasoning behind these three, these three weeks that they commemorate, time of fasting, a time of mourning, a time of remembrance of all the past disasters that have come. And it happened, you know, they, they take these three weeks because there was this breaching that took place. For example, on the 17th of Tammuz, uh, the, the breaching of the walls took place by Nebuchadnezzar in the time of the Babylonians. And, and then and it was three weeks led up to the destruction of the, of the temple. And the same type of thing happened in 70 A.D. Mm-hmm. And so, but here's here's a here's a thing that that uh, we can connect with the with the uh, book of Daniel, and the book of Revelation, and that Daniel mentions a three week period of a battle that's taking that's place right. between Michael. This is written in Daniel chapter ten. It says the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. One and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Okay, so that even even the book of Daniel talks about a three-week period. Then it's interesting that Revelation chapter twelve, exactly what we're talking about, 
the Revelation 12 sign, it goes on to talk about a three and a half year period. And then in verse 7, it says there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels. So we're coming up on a period that's leading us to the Tish, to Tisha B'Av, but even within this, there's three weeks of, of mourning, and the Bible mentions a three-week battle between Michael and the Prince of Persia. See? Yeah. Yep. That's like, amazing. Things are, things are getting ready to. Things are getting ready to really, really ramp up in preparation for the ninth of Av. It's like there's going to be an increase. Like uh, Larry said, this, this has already begun, but I'm wondering if there won't be something really, really drastic and really more specific, like you said, from around June 28th. What's the date on the three weeks of mourning uh, this year if we go? June 27th. Through July 18th, it's called the three weeks of mourning, and they actually have this on the Hebrew calendar, and they remember this every year. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Uh, here's something that's interesting too, from the star sign of Revelation 12 to 4:4, which was first fruits this year, was 1,290 days. Now, if you go look up Strong's Concordance, just the number 1290, guess what it means? Diaspora. Dispersion. Wow. Like that that said, that's, a, that's a connection. That's exactly that's what we're just talking about. Dispersion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow. It, it's, a, it's amazing. Wow. And then from the star sign to the... Uh, to be of is fourteen hundred days exactly, and fourteen in Strong's. If you just look it up, means man or men. Uh, basically, you could call Homo sapien. Uh, this is it's very very interesting, and I've come to the conclusion well, that the four eleven is a number more than it is a date. It's a code number. Uh, well, hey, I'm getting something, brother. I'm yep. getting something. Remember uh, a couple. Remember about a month ago, they were giving um, they were giving a uh, a stipend or a stimulus package for everybody who takes the vaccination, fourteen hundred dollars. And That's it right. means, and I did a study on this at the at the time because it's not only in the Hebrew, but it's in the Greek. Hebrew fourteen hundred is man. Yes. And Greek fourteen hundred is slavish or servile so they're, yep. they're wanting men to become slaves by giving them this this uh this temptation drawing them in wanting them to become uh, a race a new race the race of lucifer which is why they have an ingredient in the vaccination called lucifer race lucifer race the race mm-hmm. of lucifer changing the dna through the vaccinations but this detail of the 1,400, what did you say now? 1,400 days? 1,400 days from, uh, from the star sign to uh, Tubiav, which is exactly seven days after the uh, ninth of Av. It, uh, so you could look at it this way. Let's say the rapture did not occur on the ninth of Av, but it was a, f- a seven-day warning to Tubiav. And to be of, of course, is well, weddings. That's what it is. It could, That's when the tribe of Benjamin be came seven up. Days. Maybe Say there again? could be another seven-day warning after the 40 days. Maybe there could be another seven-day warning after the 40 days. And here's another reason why. I looked this up the other day, and I was pretty amazed to find this detail. And it was leading me to to be of as I was looking at it. And I was wondering how this could possibly apply. But remember the day that uh, Barack Obama um, inaugurated his uh, presidential portrait, and he was shown yes. to be the serpent in the garden? Yep. Okay, he had horns on his head, and he's got a sperm coming out of his face. He's got six fingers on his left hand. <laughs> yep. Okay, this is the, the official presidential portrait of Barack Obama, February 12th, 2018. 
to to be of this year is 1260 days. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're being I mean, told that's over and over again. Yeah, that's 1400 connected to the 1260. I mean, you may be onto something with us looking at Tisha B'Av and then there being a, a final seven-day warning. I mean, we've got the sign of Jonah. Maybe we need the sign of Noah, too. I mean, we've got the sign of Noah because even, even on the day of the, uh, of the eclipse and the day that the man got swallowed by a whale, there was a, uh, a replica of uh, Noah's Ark in uh, Britain, and they ended up detaining it, and the news came out in the New York Times on June 10th Noah's Ark has been detained. It is not seaworthy. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that was that was that was part of part of my uh, the reasoning. This is there's too much here. There's too much biblical evidence of where we are to not bring forth that 40 day warning. But like you said, there may be. And it could be in, in the heavens. I mean, it could be a seven-day warning to earth. We could be out of here on, on Tisha B'Av. The wedding in heaven could be seven days later. The wrath of God may be poured out seven days later. We're in the ark. Like Noah was in the ark for seven days. Yes, he was. Seven, right? s- seven and the years. the rain didn't start yet, but he was already in the ark. The, he, yep. he didn't start raining yet, but he was in the ark seven days before the rain started. Yeah, it's one of the reasons that I I think about this 411 is that the two comets, Hale uh, Bop and Hayakataki, that crossed over Satan's head in the heavens, and they both crossed on April 4th, uh, or not April 4th, but uh, April 11th in 1996, 1997, and uh, that was a sign to everybody all over the world because those two comets were absolutely huge, beautiful comets. The whole world went awestruck over both of those comets. And uh, what's interesting is that the first fruits this year was on April 4th. That's a 44, and that's a 411. And what's also interesting is seven days later, is a 411 from the 44 uh, from April 4th to uh, April 11th to seven days. So I thought that was probably a warning of a future rapture resurrection. Then if you move to the Ring of Fire wedding wing eclipse on June 10th, it's exactly 44 days to two be of. And I find that extremely interesting because that's a 411 again. Uh, Then you have the Jonah's sign on the 11th, and if you add one day for Jonah to preach repentance for 40 days, uh, have we seen any repentance? And I was wondering, uh, Larry and Steve, do you think that this uh, 40 days of repentance could represent possibly Trump's four years as president with no repentance in the land? And I haven't seen a bit of repentance anywhere in America. Have you, any of you? I don't. I'm just wondering, could this be a code? Because Trump, uh, Trump is filled with codes, and they come from the Lord, I think, basically. Well, he's yeah, he's, uh, Trump's going to. Go ahead. Go ahead, Larry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are they still saying Trump's going to be back in power by July 4th or something like this? I've heard that. I've heard it. Larry probably knows more about that. He follows those guys more than I do. Uh, What have you heard from these folks on, like, Steve Bannon? Do they think he's coming back, or are they written him off? Well, they pretty well said that there's no precedent, zero precedent of any kind. There's no constitutional precedent for putting a former president back into office. And so Bannon basically believes that uh, he's going to have, if he comes back in, it's not going to be because somebody decided to put him in, because even the Supreme Court doesn't have the authority to set a sitting president in office. They can, and, and by removing a president, the only way to remove Biden and Harris basically 
is uh, is uh, impeachment, and when you remove them, then you've got Pelosi standing in as the the president. So it's all. But I wanted to mention something else that's really interesting. And Stuart, I don't know if you're on your computer. If you are, you might go to Space Weather real quick. I got an alert from them uh, earlier this evening. I hadn't had time to check it out, but the alert was that they have just spotted the biggest comet. Now you're talking about signs that they have just spotted the biggest comet ever seen, and it's scheduled to go it's in the direction, I believe, of Saturn, and it's going to kiss the sun. And the timing is incredible, but I, I didn't have time to look it up. I, it was just before the show came on, but it's the largest comet ever spotted, and it's going to kiss the sun. Wow. That would... That would cause havoc in the sun, which would then cause havoc on Earth. I mean, we would be in a lot of trouble. I found, Go ahead, Larry. Um, I, I, found this. It, I found this article. It says, uh, Celestial Visitor, a new mega comet has flown into our solar system from mysterious interstellar objects like the Oumuamua to several not-so-unique space rocks, a plethora of hev- heavily... Heavenly objects constantly visit our celestial backyard, that is, the solar system. Now one such remarkable object has been spotted lurking at the edge of our solar system, only this one appears to be a comet that's much larger than the typical comets we have grown accustomed to. Described as a mega comet, this visitor is estimated to be anywhere between 100 and 370 kilometers wide. Wow. In fact, its very size also puts it closer to the small dwarf planet territory. Wow. Yeah. No, we're heading uh, into it's, some trouble. The title <laughs> of it is two, 2014 UN271, if you want to look up that. 2014 UN271. Yep, yep. I don't know. Um, this is all going to get very interesting, of course. You know, we've kind of had all this stuff happen before, and nothing ever happens. But uh, as I said before, these signs, they're too close together. The timing between the signs and the the timing from from the star sign over got to mean something. Uh, For example, from uh, Tubiav on the full moon of the 23rd, 24th, to trumpets, to feast of trumpets, is 44 days in between those two dates. So here's another, 44, 411. And also, this is interesting, from the 9th of Av to Tubiav is exactly seven days, a seven-day warning. Now, Noah was given a seven-day warning, and Jesus said that as it was, so shall it be. Now, I don't know if that includes a warning or not, but... I guess I'd ask uh, both of you, how many signs do you think people need before they begin to wonder how close we really are? I, 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 think, I think a lot of people are not going to believe we're actually in the tribulation already until they see the uh, guillotine. I mean, I know, I know we're not in the great tribulation yet. The wrath of God has not been poured out yet, but we're definitely in the tribulation. The, the, the mark of the beast is being pushed. I mean, the... Today, the news came out that 150 uh, workers in the, in the Houston in the Houston uh, health system have been, have lost their jobs because they will not accept the vaccination. They were, they were charged to either uh, resign or get fired if they don't take the vaccination. Um, mm-hmm. People in the Philippines are being jailed for not taking it. Um, in New York, starting on July 12th, everybody that works for Stanley Morgan, they're going to have to have the vaccination, and they're not going to be allowed into the buildings uh, to work. So, I mean, this is, uh, well, you know, but people are not believe it to until g- they pull the guillotines out. Yeah, they're all in this together. Governor DeSantis of Florida, everybody's hailing DeSantis. Well, guess what he just wrote? This is an executive order, I guess, or legislator. Uh, if the individual, this is about Charlie Victor Alpha Nine. This is the uh, jab business. The individual poses a danger to the public health. The state health officer may subject that individual to isolation or quarantine. 
Now, who determines, first of all, who is a danger to the public health? Well, most of these uh, global deep state, uh, our medical profession is, in my mind, totally corrupt. They've, they've gone the way of Satan, and they're worthless at this point to, to the human beings, except for the good doctors. And I've got a lot of uh, stuff on them. Uh, anyway, it, go, it continues. If there is no practical method to isolate or quarantine the individual, the state health officer may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat the individual. That's forced vaccination. That's mandatory. This is where this is headed. And uh, it's headed right towards the mark of the beast. And what they're doing is slowly, very slowly, closing down on everybody. And as usual, the American people are just twiddling their thumbs, eating their brats, and paying no attention to really what's going on. In fact, they're continuing to roll up their sleeves. And there's a movie out called Utopia. Uh, Larry brought it to my attention. <laughs> what did you think of that, Larry? Well, I I don't really know yet. I haven't been able to watch it. It's in a foreign language. Uh, I mean, it, it's some English, but I haven't been able to watch it close enough. But there's been clues over the last 10 or 20 years about all of this stuff. Yes. There's something in the background there, Steve. Sorry, it's uh, yeah. These cars go by with big announcements, and uh, it's, I can't get oh. away from it. Sorry okay. about that. Okay. I was I'm wondering if your phone was getting scrambled there for a minute. Anyway, uh, caution: vaccine tactics may force your hand. The powers that be are at it again, along with all the lies and deceptions we are now faced with the more invasive tactics to control the public. Only you can decide when enough is enough. Many remote viewers around the world, now this is from Major Ed Dames, fear what comes next, shouldn't you? If you haven't been paying attention, your life is on the line. Many lives have already been destroyed. Uh, will yours be next? And that literally there are hundreds, I believe, thousands of people worldwide that have already been killed by this vaccine. Millions probably have been tortured, uh, you know, and their lives are going to be shortened while they undergo the torture. Uh, the rich men of the earth are filthy, satanic schemers. I can't wait for the day when Jesus Christ rounds them up and puts them into hellfire. It keeps me going, the thought that these evil people, which we cannot fight against, like Jesus said, who can make war with the beast? Well, the answer is no one. And if you go into Deuteronomy, it's the rich men of the earth. Psalm 2, the kings and the rulers of the earth all get together uh, against the anointed, against Jesus Christ, against God the Father. So this is what you're watching, folks. You're watching the final death rally of the rich men of the earth. They don't know it, but they're committing suicide. They're not going to win, but they're going to do a horrendous amount of damage to humanity before they are exterminated. And, uh, you know, they are the enemy of Christ, absolute enemy of Jesus Christ, and we should have nothing to do with them. And unfortunately, the medical establishment is in league with them now. It's the medical establishment and the pharmaceuticals of Revelation 18.23. Just as, a, as Revelation 18.23 said, it's the pharmaceuticals that are doing all this, the medical establishment. And uh, I, we had an incident here uh, where a friend of mine went in and was told that, well, you know, if you don't get operated on, chances are you're just going to die. However, we won't operate on you unless you take uh, a PCR test. Well, we already know what the PCR test is. Can you imagine? They're going to let a person die. This is the Hippocratic Oath says you are there to save lives. These doctors are evil now. They've turned evil. 
and uh, I, I just don't understand how they could let a person die because they will not take a PCR test. I mean, this is the height of evil, and this is one of the major medical operations in the country, male systems. Well, we have to do what the directives say. So now, rather than mercy, compassion, we do what the directives say. I don't wonder Jesus Christ said the, blood, the, the love of the multitudes grows cold. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think before we close it down here? Well, I've been reading a very interesting book, and I mentioned it on a couple of our shows, The Long Night's Journey. And mm-hmm. I think and, and that basically is, is a, a story built around the Holocaust of the Jews, except, Stuart, this Holocaust that's being presented to the world today is a worldwide Holocaust of humanity. Yes, and one more sign that we are here already. What do you? What else you got, Steve? We got about three minutes left. Yeah, I mean, it's they're they're moving they're moving forward. They they know they have a timeline too. You yes. know, I mean, they're following the timeline to a T. From you know, basically preparation for 2020, 2021, and um, the uh, when Satan ends up getting kicked out, and all of his angels, he's only going to have you know a very short time. Revelation 12:12 12, 12 says you know he 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 will come yeah. to earth and he, his wrath will be great because he knows he has a short time, and so. I mean, we're we're a lot farther than people think we are, and uh, the the dangers are upon everybody. Most people are running to get, you know, they're worried about their jobs, they're worried about their futures, and they don't see that the, the biblical prophecy tells us we are at the end of the world. You know, there's no reason to try to to save. You know, the Bible says, "He who saves his life shall lose it." You know. Yeah, so, that's basically where we're at too. Unfortunately, it's exactly where we're at. Um, yeah. People are scared to death, but they won't turn to the Bible. Most of them, and even those that do, don't read it, and they just believe whatever they're told. And modern Christianity is just it's such a hellish thing. Even John the Revelator calls it a lamb beast. It looks like a lamb, but it speaks like a dragon. I mean, I don't know why people can't get the clues and all these signs that we're coming up with. I mean, what else do we need? The sign of Jonah? Uh, one of those. We got that. <laughs> yeah. We got the sign of Jonah. And I think that probably is the last and final sign. I hate to say that to people, but I believe it's true. I think that was the last sign that the United States is going to get. We have crossed the line with the Lord. He has very little time left for us. And it's just too bad. And uh, one of the words... Yeah. Yeah. Larry, got any last thing? Well, I was going to say, at at a time when we need, uh, I guess you could say, uh, intelligence uh, the most... The bots are saying, basically, and Cliff High talks about a brain fog and zombieism, and the Torah codes talk about a stupidity virus. So I don't know. Humanity is just in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Final so, word. Well, I'll, just, I'll, just close out. I'll just close out and let everybody know, you know, once again, I, I did a, 40, a 40-day warning video that I translated into 50 different languages it's on my YouTube channel community page, Steve Fletcher 222 YouTube channel. Go to my community page and you'll get the links to each and every one of those languages. Anybody you know in any one of those languages that you want to uh, share the warning with, it, you can watch it in English and make sure uh, you uh, see what is being shared. And then I put subtitles to each one of the videos in their respective languages. So that's my uh, 
I could be my final mission here to get the word out. We have received a worldwide 40-day warning to the day of all destruction in Israel, and I, I believe that everything that we're seeing on earth confirms what we've seen in heaven. The, the warnings are, are, are here. These are the warnings that God is giving, and the destruction is very, very near. Yep. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Larry. Thanks a lot, Steve, for coming on. We'll have to do this again. Anyway, good night, folks. Take care. Heads up.